Moving on now then to uh, getting on the property ladder. Uh, With house prices having consistently risen faster than wages in recent years, it is difficult for uh, first-time buyers to get onto the property ladder, but not impossible. Uh, Joining me on the line now is... uh, Property expert Tony Enderley, uh, who has nearly 20 years' experience uh, in the uh, in the industry, and uh, is on hand to give us some top property tips. Tony, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. Yeah, well, good evening, and thanks for having. Me. Great, great to be on the show. Great stuff. Now, just tell us then, what are some of the most common mistakes people make uh, when trying to get on the property ladder? No, I think uh, you know, as the prices are rising, it's, it's getting more and more difficult to get into in, into the market. And I think that, you know, when people, you know, they get their jobs and, and, and they're securing good income, one of the biggest mistakes we see is that uh, they're so excited because they're getting this good income, they're going to buy a fancy car or they don't save um, for a deposit. So one of the, our biggest, you know, tips for, for clients trying to get into the market is firstly get into the market because if, you, if you're renting and uh, you don't get into the market, um, you, you're losing money every year. Um, so number one, she costs the deposit, um, and uh, keep your credit record clean. I think those are, are very important tips. Uh, Tony, I'm going to have to ask you, my love. Thank you so much. But uh, you're, we're getting a little bit of uh, we're getting some noise through. So if you could, uh, if you, <laughs> I don't know if sure, you're, no problem. I don't know if you're yeah, trapped right in now. some wind or if you're doing a jig over there. But uh, <laughs> if you could just stay in one spot, and then we can all uh, we can all hear you and, and get that advice that we're that we're so desperately looking for. Absolutely. No, can you hear me now, right? <laughs> yes, or, or fabulous. That's, that is go. fabulous. Fantastic. Fabulous stuff. All Thanks. Right. So you're talking then about uh, deposits. Um, how do we work out first of all? Um, I mean, how important is it to have a deposit and how big should it be? How do we work out how much of a deposit we should be putting down on a property? Is, is there a, a, a calculation? Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're looking at the moment now, thankfully it's the, the latest budget speech. We've got, you know, for first-time homebuyers getting into the market up to, you know, a threshold of like 950000 um, You're saving on the transfer duty. So our, our recommendation is to try and get as big a deposit as possible. But the good news is that the banks are still lending 100% bonds. So, you know, if you're a first-time home buyer, you can get 100% bond. But, you know, if you can put down, uh, even if it's 10 or 20,000 rand uh, deposits, depending on what sort of um, bond you're looking at, I mean, your average house price now, and it's just taking the Western Cap, you, you're looking at around 1.1, 1.2 million rand. Um, and let's just use figures of a million rand. For you to get a million rand bond, it would be good for you to to try and put down, you know, five or ten percent. And for you to qualify of a bond of a million rand, you're gonna need to be, you know, earning around thirty-two thousand rand gross income a month. So it's you know it's getting more and more difficult for first-time home buyers to get into the market. So saving as much money as possible and and avoiding you know the, the fancy cars and the, the big luxuries. Um, save as much deposit as you can. But the good news is, you know, the banks are giving 100% bonds. So, you know, a ratio of um, applications getting approval, sitting around 80%, 80% of applications coming in um, is getting approved at the moment. The truth of the matter is, though, Tony, um, not a lot of people are earning that amount of money. Um, and and what what kind of property can you get um, for 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 a million rand, particularly here in Cape Town. Here yeah, you know, uh, Cape Town, especially the last two years, if you look at like the national uh, average house price sitting at around six percent, um, Cape Town and uh, the Western Cape has been getting you know double digits. 
So Cape Town's just become so much more expensive. But, you know, in, in certain areas, always a, a, a good time to get into the market is, is a lot more because the market's improved, is getting into new developments. Um, that, that's really good for first-time home buyers because they're saving on the transfer costs. Um, and it's also giving them, because the development is going to take six months to a year to, to build, it gives the buyer or the first-time buyer getting into the market time to save as much money as possible. So, you know, they're, they're buying today, but they're only getting the property in eight months, 12 months' time, and they're getting that free capital growth because they're not actually paying for the property now. Gives them time to actually save for, for a bigger deposit, um, and they're actually getting into the marketplace. So there's actually lots of, of new developments in the certain uh, nodal areas. I mean, if you if you take for example uh, the, the parking sort of area, Tony, I'm afraid. Tony, oh, yeah. you've you yes. suddenly you suddenly disappeared there. There we are. You're back. You're back. Okay, so <laughs> you're right. So there's certain new development nodes um, in in Cape Town that you can get under a million rand. And you know the biggest thing is getting into the market. A lot of people saying, you know, Tony, when is the right time to get into the market? And as long as you are not pushing your boundaries and you can afford it, the bottom line is if you look at um, qualifying for bond is one thing. I always go and say, you know, if, if you're going to get a bond of a million rand and let's just say your repayment's nine, nine and a half thousand rand, make sure that you got ample after all your expenses plus your repayment and, and your rates and taxes. And if anything goes wrong that you need to fix in the property, set aside for like a little slush fund. So, you know, to have as much savings as possible. If you can't do it yourself, then, you know, there's no harm in buying it with someone, obviously a family member or a very, very good friend, but at least you're getting into the market. I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're going to rent for the next 10 years and you don't take that, that, that jump and that leap, for example, a, a, let's say you're renting at, at 10,000 rand a month. Um, over a year, you've lost 120,000 rand Plus, you've lost the capital growth in that investment, uh, let's say 10% in Cape Town. You've lost another 120,000 rand of capital growth, which means you've lost 240,000 rand a mm. year. You take that over five years, that's, you, know, you could have bought the property cash. So it, it's not that easy. Obviously, it's getting more difficult. Um, and that's why you need to save. But you know, the, the, the banks are lenient out there. As long as you, you keep a, a strong credit rating, make sure you've got a little bit of credit. If you've got no, no debt at all, it's a bad thing because then the banks look at you or you, you, know, you don't have any debt. So it's trying to uh, make sure that you stick to a budget, you put savings aside, and, and you get into the market. You plan because if you don't plan for it, it's never going to happen. Um, and you set your goals and your targets, and uh, it is achievable, um, definitely. How important is it to uh, to pay off a, a bond uh, quickly? I mean, is it better to pay off a bond quickly, or just do it according to uh, to the time the, the time period that you've agreed with, uh, well, with the bank? You know, a lot of people um, think. I mean, let's just say again another example of a million rand bond. Um, and if I had said to you, you know. If you've got an extra 500 rand, and let's just say your average bond term is around 20 years, if you take an extra 500 rand and you put that into your bond, that's going to save you 33 months of interest. I mean, that's that's a, you know a lot of time that you're saving off of your bond. Now, if you had to just up that to a thousand rand extra into your bond, you're going to take 57 months off that 20 20 years. So. 
You know, your calculations when you start putting a little bit in your bond you, is, is one of the best things that you can do. That's for, you know, if, if, that's you, if you're living in the property and that's your first asset. If you are getting to the element now that you're buying a second property for investment, then sometimes it's not, you know, the best thing to, to kill the bond as possible because as soon as you um, are earning um, your, your, your capital and, and a good yield, you're going to start paying capital gains tax on your second property. So if you're living in the property, best thing that you can ever do is to try, try and pay off that, that bond as quick as possible. And no one really thinks that 500 rand can make you know, a big difference in your bond, but it will. Um, it's going to save you a lot of interest because you know, um, if you're taking a bond of a million over 20 years, your, your total interest is almost 1.3 million. So you're actually paying close to 2.4 million for that property over the 20 years. So if you don't pay anything extra, that's what you're going to pay. If you had to just pay 500 rand a month over, you know, over the, that, um, that period, um, you, you're going to save yourself 230,000 rand. And it just the numbers are staggering if you just have a look on, on how much you put into your bond. So it does, yes, it does make a big difference. So, Tony, is it better than you're saying that the best thing to do is to, is to get on the property ladder? So is it perhaps worth sacrificing, um, perhaps, let's say, you, you, we'd all love to live in the city centre, let's just say, um, but but you can't afford that right now. Um, so is it cheaper maybe, is it better to sort of head over to, let's say, Musenberg, for example, where properties are, are less expensive, just in order to get ourselves on the property ladder? Or do we sort of, do we stay in town and, and renting and wait until we can afford something in town? I mean, what's the, because it, it's a big thing, isn't it? It's not just about getting on the property ladder. It's about our, our lifestyles and, and being happy where we live. Absolutely. You know, I think that um, uh, big things that's happening all over the world is exactly what you're saying, is that you're buying into a lifestyle. But if, if you're going to rent for, for the rest of your life to live that lifestyle, I think that would be a big mistake. But there's, there's nothing wrong with you buying, a let's say, a 500 or 600,000 property and you're renting it out because a lot of the properties in Cape Town, you can get 100% bond. The rental will cover your, your, your bond and at least you getting capital growth while you're still renting in Cape Town. So there's no harm in you renting in Cape Town and buying investments on the side at least you're in the property market, and that property is going to grow on average at 10%. So as long as you get into the market, um, you, know, you know, as young families, it's getting more difficult because, you know, if you're in the city centre, uh, it's a good lifestyle, and now you, you get married and you want to have kids and you want to have, you want to have a garden, um, you're going to be looking at your, your suburbs um, because it's adding more, more value and your lifestyle does change. So everyone's lifestyle changes. And, you know, as you're a young person and, and you grow and you have a family, you want to get the bigger house. And as the kids get older, then you downscale. And then, you, you, you know, you want to buy a, maybe a leisure property. So there's, there's, there's like five touch points in your lifestyle that, that always changes. So it's depending as long as you're in the market is it, definitely um, – the answer. Mm, mm, okay. Um, and then what are some of the hidden costs that we might not think about when buying a property? You, you touched on it and on it earlier. Um, obviously, um, the uh, transfer, what do we call it? Transfer tax. The transfer costs. Yes. Transfer so, cost, yes. Um, you know, as a buyer, there's normally two transactions within um, buying a property. When you buy a property, you, um, you're going to have to go to the attorneys and get the property registered in your name. So you've got the transferring attorney. So you've got transfer costs, which goes to the attorney, and then you've got the transfer duty, which goes to 
to to to SARS. Um, and then you've got the bond. By taking a bond out, you've got bond registration costs, which goes to another attorney. So you get two sets of attorneys. So, for example, if you're buying a property of a million rand, you're going to be looking at a cost of, of 46,000 rand. Um, that's just one of your one of your costs. Then you always need to uh, think of your moving costs. Um, you know, is there any extra things that you need to do the property for security? Um, you know, all elements, uh, internet, all those the, those elements that you're going to want. You, you need to to budget for because they do cost. Um, but you do it. At, you know, Rome wasn't built in the day, and I think. Um, I see a lot of people um, trying to to get their cars for the first time, and you know it's it's like a it's like a moving target. You you want to get into the market and grow that asset, and you know do what you're comfortable. Don't don't push your limits and don't put yourself under pressure. Um, and one of the biggest things that I that I see is that you don't have to worry about keeping up with the Joneses. No one really cares as long as you're in in the market. Um, and you're looking after your, yourself and you feel comfortable on those costs, you need to be honest with yourself that you're going to be able to pay that debt and you, know, you get the one chance at it. So, you know. Just finally, Tony, where are some of your hotspots uh, in, uh, in, in and around Cape Town at the moment? You're talking, let's, let's, let's try and stick with that million round budget. I mean, what, what are you seeing uh, on the market at the moment? So at the moment, um, big uh, growth nodal areas is, is definitely um, out Bloberg Way on the west coast. Your Parkland, Sunningdale area, uh, it's one of the biggest growth areas in, in the Western Cape. And that's because they've got land available there. So if you're looking at a million rand, you're going to be able to get a, a two-bedroom house with a, a single garage with a garden, uh, brand new, um, from a developer at around 949, including all your costs. Um, I mean, we we, we did, recently did a v- development that we launched about three weeks ago, and we sold 22 off plan without the developer even touching the ground. And it's it's really a, g- a good space to get into because if you had to buy that and rent it out, your your bond would be covered. And uh, so for if, for example, if you're living in in, in in the city of Cape Town and you don't want to live that lifestyle, and you're renting at the moment, you can buy a property like that, and your rental is going to cover your bond. So very, very good areas. The, the Musenberg area, some really good new developments happening. Brackenfell, those areas. are So a lot of new developments coming through. And, um, yeah, they, those are definitely the hot spots in that million rand sort of um, um, bracket, northern suburbs. So there's a lot, there's, there, there is a lot of opportunities and a lot of new developments um, that, that's happening in Cape Town. But it's definitely um, it's, it is getting more difficult, and costs land cost goes up, building cost goes up, which means you know development cost goes up. So it is getting more difficult every year to get in. Tony, you've uh, you've been a wealth of information. Thank you so much, and I'm sure that there's uh, many of our listeners uh, who are who are taking uh, taking you up on your tips there right now, and uh, and are on various property websites <laughs> having a look uh. Uh, and joining the rest of us who uh, who are trying to uh, get on the property ladder in uh, Cape Town. Uh, property expert uh, Tony Enderley, thanks so much for your time this evening. Thanks very much, and have a great evening.